Hi, this is Jennifer. I'm Elizabeth. This is Amanda. And I'm Jasmine. And And we are the Sisters Collective. We invite you to pull up a seat and join our family meeting. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We are here for another episode. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm excited. I'm excited, clearly. Um, All right, I am Jasmine, the confidant and tell it like it is friend. I'll give you advice you need, and it stays with me. Hashtag confidant. All righty. All right. Hi, I'm Jennifer, guardian, very protective. I don't want to see people in pain, and I want to make sure the people I love are not being hurt. Hashtag nuck if you buck. Pull hey, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Elizabeth Renee. I'm equal parts trust and truth. You can trust that what you say will be taken to the grave, but you know, but no, if you need correcting, I'm giving it to you. Hashtag truth no chaser. Mm, okay. This is Amanda. I'm your friend, always ready to help you explore and grow. Give you a hug and a good laugh when you are blue. If I call you with a problem, though, no need to help me. I'm good. Hashtag no unsolicited advice. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That's a mess. A hot mess. All right, ladies, we are back for another episode. I am so thoroughly excited. How do you guys feel about our last episode? I feel like it was amazing. Loving it so far. Yes. I hope you all enjoyed it out there. I hope so, too. Speaking of womanhood... We want to kind of touch on some of the things that we kind of brought up in womanhood, which is just the relationships that women have, the things that women go through and the the stereotypes and the things like that. So when it comes to womanhood, we have a lot of stereotypes. We have a lot of things that we are expected to kind of go through and expected Mm -hmm. to kind of process and, and feel and stages of life. And I want to think about when you think about the stages of a woman and the relationships that she's supposed to have, how do you connect that with the relationships with other people? How do we how do we manage those relationships? I know I, I used to hear it a lot. I don't hear it as much anymore. But I used to hear that, oh, I'm as a woman, I don't have many girlfriends. Yeah, I that's, don't have that's a mess. that was that was that was a hot mess. And yeah. it was you would hear it so much. I feel like now that women are starting to process more of themselves. Yes. That we're trying to kind of lean further away from that and actually have better relationships with with other women sistering is a thing now yes it's a thing it's very much a thing it's alive and well and that's a good thing it, i'm i'm thankful i'm so thankful because i i love my my girlfriends like yes. um i'm a very emotional friend so if you come to me with your problem okay let's figure this out together yes. that's right. that's, that's me right. as a friend but do you have other relationships that you can dive into that with right and so i really want to kind of kind of you know go deeper with that the thing about relationships is it doesn't matter if it's a sistering relationship or any other type of relationship relationships are the vehicle for our success and can be the vehicle for our demise absolutely so we have to master or learn how to navigate the space called relationship with people both ourselves those interpersonal relationships and then intrapersonal relationships we have to master both because it's going to be kind of tantamount to your success as a human being how you how you navigate this space really depends on how well you're able to get along with other people yes. whether in the work environment or yes. in sistering actual family re- yes. connections boss kind of relationships um, it doesn't matter where you are if you haven't learned how to relate to people or you can't can't 
navigate that space well, it kind of hems you up a little bit. So we're talking about relationships today, clearly. But I think once you learn more about yourself and as you grow, then you can strengthen the relationships that you have with your sisters Mm -hmm. or your family members, your co-workers, because sometimes we can be in a place where we don't even understand ourselves. We don't know what we're going through, so we don't know how to relate to other people. Mm -hmm. We can distrust people because we've had something happen to us, and so that's when we struggle with our relationships with other people. So I think it's important for us to learn more about ourselves and just be whole Mm-hmm. you know within our own selves mm-hmm. um, so that we can relate better with other people and not just the current state of yourself mm. but, but the, the past state of yourself that 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 kind of brought you to where you are that has affected how right. you navigate the space right now right, because right. if there's any brokenness in your past it can affect how you navigate this space called life in the present mm-hmm. and then that affects present day relationships although you're you're looking through the lens of something that is not even a current reality right so absolutely. it's important that you not only know who you are right now but know where you've been in order for you to really be able to navigate the space in the current state absolutely so let's let's really dive further into that I'm gonna have make sure we have a link in our um, show notes so yes. that you guys can see exactly what where I'm pulling this information from. But we're, let's dive into managing relationships. Um, a lot of that stems from our self-esteem, our contentment, and our compas- capacity to flourish. Um, those those are very um, key things into our, us and our relationships. So um, let's. I'm going to dive into this. So put. <laughs> Human relationships are infinitely complex and problems can manifest from many different sources. It can be helpful to take time to explore and unpick the mixture of these influences. Mm. Uh, potential influences include difficult relationships from the past, like My you Lord. just kind of mentioned, which make us less able to trust others. Mm-hmm. Um, pressure from others to being or end to begin. to begin, sorry, to begin or end a relationship. The media, ooh, the media leading us to form an idealized view of relationships, which is at odds with the reality for most couples. That hashtag relationship goals, all which that. is false, mm-hmm. which is so false. Because what what they show you on no nobody shows you the totality of their existence on social media. Um, even if they show you glimpses of what is not good, that's not the totality of their mm-hmm. relationship. So what you are idolizing as a goal may just have been a good week for them. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I, you want to make sure that you, that nobody is put up on such a pedestal that's so high that it is unattainable for you um, and that is so high that it causes strain. What, like, it, you put people so high that it, they're, they're automatically going to fall from, from grace in your eyes eventually. Right. So, so one, oh, oh, one no. thing I was thinking when you were saying about pressure from others to be in relationships, it's like how do you handle that when someone they may meet you or what and they want you to be in a relationship with them a friendship mm. with them but you're not, I'm not interested you're not I'm not it. interested and right now my goals are so focused on attaining a goal that I don't have the space right and that can be a problem because you can imagine so am I wrong for that you right know? no or, and it's like, like right now I just don't have the time right and that's how some relationships can grow apart 
because I'm I'm at this place in my life and I'm trying to accomplish these goals but you're in a different space it can be that can be a relationship that can be a friendship we we were friends at one point that you was my ride or die we was always together and then something happens and that causes me I'm like I'm, I'm still trying to press forward on this part of my life I have all these goals and you aren't at that space so how do you how do you manage that and so managing relationships i have a few develop it's called developing successful relationships so these are going to be a few um tips that they give and characteristics if you follow these it's supposed to help you better um develop successful relationships okay so one of those the first one is an acceptance of differences i'm going to read the title and then we can kind of dive into those those um details but um an acceptance of differences is the first one. The second one, um, capacity for boundaries. Ooh, um, operating mainly in the present. Like you kind of mentioned real quick, mm-hmm. you said knowing thyself in the present, but also knowing who you were in the past and that affects, and you, that in affects you in the present. Um, operating mainly in the present. Then respect for individual choice. The next one is skill in negotiating. And the last one is sharing positive feelings. So let's dial back to the first one. An acceptance of differences. It says embracing difference differences within a relationship rather than attempting to change the other person to be the person as ourselves. We aren't the same people. We're not. Now listen, let me tell you something. So I used to always say, I want to date me because I'm great. Okay. <laughs> I want to... Um, I know that I have a lot to give. I offer a lot. So I think that I'm a great supporter. So I used to always say that <laughs> I want to date me. Okay. But now that I see me at a marriage, I'm like, maybe I don't, you know, uh, maybe not so much. But <laughs> when you say in acceptance, so embracing differences within a relationship rather than attempting, I think it's hard to not mm-hmm. want to. People need to realize I know I give gifts the way that I want to. Most people give gifts the way they want to receive it. So what is it saying? Um, what is it saying? Not the golden rule. The golden rule. Oh, do unto, do unto others, others as you yes. want them to do unto yes. you. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's so false. So I know for me, like mm. I give gifts like the way that I want it. Most people give gifts the way they want to receive them. But for me, I don't like flowers. I don't like cards. I don't like any of that. So um, in a relationship, when people are giving flowers and they're doing things like that, I, my spouse likes flowers and I don't like them. So for the first couple of years, I didn't give you anything. That's wrong. Like, mm. because she wants those things. She wants just gifts you don't and want flowers don't just because I don't want them. I failed. I feel like I failed in that area. So I would like for people to learn to do, to do unto others as they want to be done unto Right, so we, we, that's we, the platinum rule. We try to love people. Platinum, <laughs> we love people according to our love language instead of their own. Exactly, yes, and yes. that's the problem. That's a part of um, the disconnect. Yes. So then, when you see a person and they're like upset with this gift that you've given them, or they're disappointed, you're like, "But what happened? No, it, it wasn't, wasn't received it as was, love. love to it them. was expensive, but then that wasn't the point. So, right. in relationships, should I let anybody know this is what I like, even if they don't ask me that? You know, okay. So if it's just a friend, you it's know, okay a girlfriend. So is it okay to say, 
let me just let you know if you want to buy me a gift these are the things I like Ooh, I recently did that to someone I, their birthday had passed and I hadn't gotten them a gift but I wanted to get them a gift and I didn't want to just give them cash I wanted to get them something that they actually wanted something they could right. use although you can use cash I wanted to purchase something for them that they would use so I went and asked them what do you like mm-hmm. and what do you actually need or want Right. So that I can use my money for something you're actually going to right. want. And no, I don't think as adults, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with being able to say, mm-hmm. these are the things that I like, or like giving gift suggestions. But also people, if you're in relationship, especially if you're in intimate relationships with people, they should discover you. They Abs- should take the time what, to discover yes, you. Yes. There are some things that I don't have to tell you. If you pay attention long enough, you can discover who I am. Mm-hmm. I think that's a part of the process of knowing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't take the time to know people. Um, we do this surface level kind of knowing. That's why rela- relationships don't have enough depth to them. So as soon as a strong wind comes, that relationship fails because it wasn't rooted in anything. Yes. And so I think if people, while it is okay to tell people these are the things I like, I also think that people should take the time to get to know you. Um I'm a card person. Um, I don't think you're a card person. I'm not. I buy her cards, but I know that she's not a card person. She'll read them. I'll read them. And we're grateful for them. (laughs) Right. This is so nice. I know for her, she's a gift card. If I get her a gift card to a a place where she can go eat (laughs) or some kind of money, she is probably get her something where she can go get her nails done or a spa spa or something like that. Or get her hair done. She's one of those people. Give her some cash. She can go do some of those things that she likes. Get her a gift card to a restaurant that she likes. She's perfectly okay with that. She doesn't have to have a card attached to it. Right. But people's feelings get hurt when you do things like that. It was like, but I gave her this card and I saw it sitting on her desk and she ain't even read it. Well, well, but that's because can... of, of unmet expectations. That's Nobody exactly asked exactly. Yeah, but that's that, that's kind of your answer. fault because yeah. you're kind of you're disappointed because of, of expectations you but, cast out that no one asked you to have. Exactly. Right, right. Those are unsolicited do, expectations. And it has nothing to do with the other person. It's all about you. Those yeah. are your expectations and how and it's unfair to place those expectations expectations on someone else. Right. And and you can imagine that those un, un Unmet expectations. Unmet expectations. Mm-hmm. In in actual like your family. Ooh. Let's not let's not die, just just stick to relationships like your intimate relationships mm-hmm. or your friendships. But what about in your family? And you you're trying to understand your mother, your father, your cousins, your distant family that you really want to connect with. But how do you how do you do that? Are you going to um, first, understand the difference, which we're kind of talking about that, understanding the differences that we have as family members. We are all the same. As individuals. And as individuals, you have your own life. Mm-hmm. And I would like to, you know, see them more. I would want to be around them more. But we can't just assume that the other person has the time or is willing or is on the same plane with you to want to build that and flourish in that relationship. So how do you deal with that? Like, because um, we have family like distant family or we think about our our mothers and our fathers like how they dealt with their sibling relationships well you have to communicate that I think I said unmet expectations I meant uncommunicated Mm -hmm. um, expectations Um, you have to communicate what it is that you need from people Um, if I need your time I have to if I need your time and I'm not getting it I have to say Mm -hmm. I I would like to spend more time Mm -hmm. with you Mm -hmm. that's just the maturity in relationships Mm -hmm. I really like to spend more time with you or if you're giving me more of your time than I can handle right now and I need to be able to I have projects that I need to get done you guys were asking me something about um, 
uh, a meeting that we wanted to have, and I said, we'll have to do it in the evening because I have something to work on. Right. You asked me for my time, and I told you I can't give it to you because right I have then. something I need to right. do, but I can do it later. Right. So no one was upset because you communicated to me what you needed, and I told you what I couldn't give you at that moment, but I can give it to you at this moment. So a lot of times we get disappointed because of uncommunicated expectations. Mm-hmm. So if I need something from someone that I am in relationship with and that I trust, I should be able to communicate to them what it is that I need. Absolutely. And then they are able to communicate back to me that they can either meet that need or they cannot meet it. Right. And that brings us to the next point. Um, Capacity for boundaries. Understanding others cannot meet all our needs, although we may aspire for this at times. I like my time. I like I my time. I need it. I don't just I need, like it. I need it for recharging. Just right. the way that I'm built. I'm an introvert. I'm not an and introvert. I, I stopped saying so. that I'm an introvert. I'm, I'm, I am. There are parts of me that need to refuel. Mm-hmm. Um, inwardly that needs my own time. But um, because of the work that I do and because of the... the, the the way that I have to, that I am set up to flow in ministry and the way, the, the way that I, the things that I do, the, the life skills that I have and the places that I navigate through, I have to recharge, be around people. Yeah. That is a part of who I am. Yeah. But in order for me to be well around people, I have to be well with me first. And mm-hmm. that requires me to recharge in private. And so I have to make sure that I'm recharging when I'm alone, not trying to recharge when I'm with people. Mm, that's unfair that's right. to them. Yes, it mm. is. And I guess I like to, I like my time alone. I can stay in the house and it's a full house of people. Yes. I can stay in my room <laughs> and just be by myself. Right. You know, and, but I have to learn to still allow people who want to be in my space you know, their time as well Mm -hmm. and um, get myself together, recharge and then be ready to, you know, have those relationships and make sure it's a positive um, relationship. So how do you set those boundaries? So it made me think about as a parent, Mm. kids come in the bathroom that you trying to use the bathroom. They're in there with you. Like, can I just have a minute? (laughs) Okay. Can I just have a minute? Um, I need to set some boundaries with my kids, I think. No, but, um, but or even teaching your own kids how to set boundaries. Like right. when, when they need, a, when they need a moment, like what that looks like. But um, like in a relationship, like so like Jasmine and I, like being married and in a relationship and needing boundaries. Mm. Okay. Like it, how do you set those boundaries when you're, rela- when you're in a relationship? I need to go walking. So I know for a couple years, I was like, we can go walking as a family. And I it was driving me crazy. Y'all run down the sidewalk. You're doing this. And what it's I really. It's not peaceful. Your place of peace was no and longer walk, peaceful. It, thank you. And me walking was my opportunity to recharge. I love being outside. I used to be a track coach. Yes. But uh, <laughs> I wasn't a very good track runner, though. But anyway. No. no, no. <laughs> you were not. But that was your biggest supporter. You were. Well, we were at the meets supporting yeah. you as you barely ran. But it's okay. <laughs> Anyway, so I realized that I needed to say, I need this time. I enjoy walking with you guys, but I need this time. Mm. So I just carved out my own time. Like, I'll go before you guys wake up. Right, Because right, I want right. to be hashtag team mom. You know, I want to make sure that I'm here for y'all. Right. But I need my own time, too. So That's parents need to realize that they can be, I can't be great for my kids until I'm great for myself. Mm. Right. So I needed to take my, my moments. Exactly. So I had to do that. And, and that's you interesting. Have a partner that wants that supports you right. in doing that. And also. that's for me. Now I'm gonna have to find a new um, update. Normal. Update my like peaceful moment because mm-hmm. now I'm a new mom. So now it's like I used to go work out. That was 
let me go to the gym or let me go out on this back patio and crank out this hour and I'll be good once I'm done. Like that was a stress reliever for me. Yeah. Um, so now I have to navigate this space as a new mom. Like how I need, okay, got to watch the baby or somebody going to watch the baby. And I'm not, I don't, right now she's still really young. So it's like, I can't take her to the little, the, the little daycare at the gym. I'm not doing that. Cause those things just seem dirty to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, they just seem dirty. But anyways, um, I need to find that new space. Like, what's that going to look like? I need to be able to say when it's time, like, uh, I need a. This is it's time for me to take my sp- my space. This is my boundary for this aspect of my life. I need this piece. This is a stress reliever, and and be able to accept that. Like for the first couple of weeks, I was having hay fever. I was in the house for for nonstop, like twenty four hours a day. I left in the first three weeks. I left the house twice to take the baby to the doctor. That was it. And for my like checkup, postpartum checkup, I was like, I need to be outside. I can't take it. Like, what do I need to do? You were having hay fever or cabin fever? Cabin. I was like, hay <laughs> fever hay is hot. Yeah, you know what? I, I had, had some of that too. Baby, you were breaking <laughs> out. What happened? <laughs> cabin fever. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. What? Well, I don't know well, what hay fever is. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know what you mean. But you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. I was having cabin cabin fever. Thank you very much. Um, And so I was, I really needed to get out of the house. And I said that to my husband and he was just like, okay, like, you go, go, go have lunch. My friend, Brandy, she was coming over to the house and he's like, how about, how about y'all go somewhere? I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me text her. Let me ask her if she wanted to go to lunch. So we went to lunch instead of her just coming to the house to see us, see me and see the baby. We went to lunch first and then we she came back and we just chilled at the house and you felt okay to take care of yourself right you knew that your main responsibility your baby was also taken care of right and so you the comfort it was comfort all around it's like i need for me to be able to spend these 24 24 7 in this house with her for the next few weeks few months i need to take care of me for a moment so being in the right relationships brings about a certain level of ease that being in the wrong relationship never will. So yes. I think it's very important that we be freed up in our in our in our mentalities and, and inwardly that we be strong enough so that we pick correctly. Because mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes we pick incorrectly. We pick sometimes out of our deficits. Um, say, mm-hmm. let's say you were raised in a home that that didn't communicate well or or didn't allow you to uh, say what you need to say. In, in a way you will pick someone who puts you back in that same situation Ooh, and so it's important that you be healed from those kind of traumatic spaces from the past so that your current mentality can pick well mm-hmm. knowing that the relationship that you choose could either be a blessing or a curse mm-hmm. and it is up to you to choose wisely so relationships are just crucial it's crucial to our success and it's mm-hmm. it could either lead to our success or our downfall so right. when we're talking about relationships today recognize this isn't just about sistering relationships it's not just about intimate relationships this is boss co-worker relationships it's co-worker co-worker relationships mm-hmm. you have to be able to set boundaries with your co-workers you have to be able to set limitations of, uh, of things with everybody that you are coming in contact with but you also have to be in a place of openness that you can trust input from people and, and things of that nature and, and sometimes we don't do relationships well because of some of these limitations right. that we're talking about. We're right. past traumas. Like past we traumas. Don't, but I think it's important, which is felt like a full circle moment while you were talking, yeah. just talking about your past and your um, 
what, about womanhood and relationships in general, the full circle moment that I was thinking of was um, knowing thyself, which yes. I believe that's what we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Before any relationship, so mm-hmm. I can't, I can't proceed in this next relationship that I'm in. Um, if I know that I was traumatized for whatever, like I wasn't allowed to speak, I had to be quiet or, and you don't want to make the choice of someone that's going to take you two steps backwards. Right, right, right. right. So it's important that before you proceed in any relationship that you know who you are. Mm-hmm. And so so that you can choose well, as you said. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a whole like, epiphany, like you're right, before I, I can't manage any relationship until I know who I am. And believe right. it or not, that's, that's the next thing word. I was here. I was operating mainly in the present. I was like, y'all are like, like on whoa. point. Y'all are on point. Right. <laughs> Alignment in my yes. friend voice. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but, and when it's what it says about operating mainly in the present, like avoiding focusing repeatedly on past grievances or basing a relationship on the hope of future improvements. Ooh. Don't choose out of familiarity. Mm. And don't choose out of, what's the word, where... Um, out of their potential Ooh, you, mm-hmm. based on their potential no yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing yeah. you out of your present yes. and yes. if I can't live with who you are right now in the present because mm-hmm. ain't no guarantee don't even worry about be it because there's no guarantee that anybody's gonna change mm-hmm. it's no guarantee that you're gonna change but mm-hmm. the only person you, who's changed you can kind of work on is your own that's right, right. and so you don't you don't you don't hook up with someone and, and relate to someone based on their potential alone. Now, right. while we do see yeah. potential in people, we are always seeing potential in people. You don't, you can't base your hopes and dreams on their potential alone. But what what I, they're showing you in the present has a lot to do with who they are. Mm-hmm. But what I got from that is operating mainly in the present. That when you're in a relationship, that if someone has done something in the past to hurt you, that person, that you can't keep focusing on that. If you're going to forgive them, you got to forgive forward. them. And I'm working and on move forward. You have to. I forgive. It's, I'll never forget. Is well, that, then that's not really that's forgiveness. Not that's not forgiveness, exactly. It's, so and it's easy. To, I've learned that what makes it easy to forgive is when you recognize when you don't forgive, you're not going to be forgiven. Mm, that's okay. biblical. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are only forgiven to the extent that you have forgiven. Mm-hmm. You don't forgive, you don't get forgiven. Right. Absolutely. And that'll help you because I've done enough. And that I, I need forgiveness for? <laughs> that I don't have time to hold that over your head. I'll let you go. How but that doesn't mean that I, I owe you an opportunity to be in my space to to, to neglect me in that way oh, again. Okay, that's what I was getting I, ready to say. I was okay. like, wait, wait, wait. But that's not unforgiveness. Right, okay. That's called not being stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes. Oh. And we, but how do you handle people, I guess, not handle, but if you haven't communicated to a person if they've done something wrong to you, then you can't hold that against them because you sometimes you we may... Treat a person different, or you'll not communicate. Hey, this hurt me, mm, mm-hmm. and then they don't know that you've been hurt, so they just keep functioning. Uncommunicated expectations, uncommunicated. You have to communicate have to. your hurts. You have to because you can't expect someone to do something different if they never knew that it bothered you in the first place. Right. right. Because everyone, like we said from the beginning, they're operating from their own scope. That'll they're, keep you offended because right. you'll you'll be wronged and feeling wronged, and the person never even knows they, they wronged, wronged you. you. Right. And that's a part of relating to people as well. You have to communicate what not just your expectations of them, but you have to also communicate when they have m- not met an expectation mm-hmm. that that was a common knowledge expectation. I expect you not to to wound me by lying lying to me mm-hmm. and right. you lied to me and that hurt me well you have to communicate that to them right right in that way and mm-hmm. people need to learn how to communicate no that's a okay. whole nother topic mm-hmm. I statements there's a counselor in me I need you to do that 
Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. What, a, what an I <laughs> statement is and how you, because if you use an I statement with a person, you're saying how it made you, you feel. feel. Mm-hmm. And you're not attacking them and they're more likely to receive what you said when you when you're saying how it made you feel. Exactly. Yeah, that's, a powerful, that's a powerful it is, tool. It sure that's is. a powerful communication tool. Absolutely. Jasmine, what's next on the list? The next one is respect for individual choice. Adapting a relationship to respect each other's autonomy and right to choose his or her own path in life. And what? But what if that path you feel as though interferes with the trajectory of what you wanted? But that's their life. Exactly. And that's especially mm-hmm. important for parents. I see a lot of parents mm-hmm. that are choosing paths for their children and it's completely contrary to what their children want and it's sometimes completely contrary to what their children are gifted at Mm -hmm. it makes their family look good Mm -hmm. for their child to be a doctor or lawyer or Mm -hmm. this that or the other but your child is an artist Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and because being an artist isn't the thing that would get you kudos at the family picnic you don't want your child going to art school you don't want your child Mm -hmm. going to Juilliard you want your child going to a a medical school Mm -hmm. so sometimes we have to allow people to make decisions and I know that's difficult for parents now you if your child is you have to know your children though as well right. you have Absolutely. to kind of be aware of your child's strengths and weaknesses and whether or not they can make it in certain atmospheres and things of that nature but you also have to trust the process at the end of the day it mm-hmm. is their life and even if you choose for them they're still going to eventually make it their way to the mm-hmm. path that. that suited them yes. regardless of what you did or Absolutely. said you know, wasted all Absolutely. That money. and you've wasted money and time <laughs> and their, but their own sanity that you've also wasted exactly you've wasted their time and, um, and not not just good at the family picnic I think parents want stability for their kids so that's why it's easier they believe that by leading them down this path that it makes it easier by choosing that career but it doesn't what's most important to me as a parent is my child's happiness but I have to know what my child is good at you do you know what I'm saying so it's interesting I saw a quote that said we need to stop um, teaching kids to chase wealth and teach them to chase happiness. Yes. Mm, Because I'm a firm believer and I I live this daily that if you find what you're good at and and what truly feeds you, God will show you how to make money doing Mm -hmm. it. That's right. He's mm-hmm. not going to play you. Mm-hmm. He's going to make sure that what you're doing, especially when it is aligned with what he has called you to do, that you'll find he will find a way for you to be lucrative in the thing that you that 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 you are doing when it lines up with his will for you. Right. But how does when when we go back to this point, how does that affect your like intimate relationships? If that person has a completely separate life and path from you, do you separate? Do you decide like let's try to work this together or or is the relationship doomed because well, or even friendships if did we you just, know about this when you met them did y'all have this did y'all that, have did y'all communicate mm. these things when you met did you know did you have some some uh, conversations about your goals your your future right, goals right. and where your life was right. headed um, if you have these conversations up front and kind of consistently have these conversations because mm-hmm. our trajectory sometimes changes and alters along and the way. Uh-huh. Yes. And where you think you want to go at the beginning may change and shift just a little bit. As mm-hmm. you grow. As you grow. But mm-hmm. it shouldn't change to the point that it's just completely off, like like so far gone that it doesn't even include our lives at all. Right. Like that's, that's the problem. So right. you have to, again, the person, you have to know who you are and mm-hmm. you have to be attached to people who know who they are. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't know who you are, then what they're communicating to you is not from a place of, of truth. Mm. Because that truth is going to change as they change. Mm-hmm. And so we all kind of have to be in a place. Now, people are going to grow together. And if you would if, hope they grow together, you would hope, you hope they grow together because you can grow completely you separate can. directions. And, and that, that made me think about like some friendships that I've lost, like having a good friend for like ten years. You, that was my boat, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and to not 
to be sitting today and not be friends with that person kind of makes me feel like, oh my gosh, what happened? But I was okay. Like at first it was hard. We grew apart. I was about to you say, know? did you really lose them right, or no. were they supposed to be your friend for that time exactly. and not for That's, this time? Thank you. That mm-hmm. there's a, People have to understand there's a time, a reason, a season for everything. Yes. So, and it's okay that we grew apart. But when... And we fell out for something super petty. But when we tried to come back together, it just w- didn't Wasn't fit anymore. Right. It mm-hmm. didn't feel right. So we were just like, you know what? That's okay. Um, we were good together for while we were supposed to be good together, yes, you know, right, as a right. friend. And so people have to be okay with letting some relationships go that um, their time has expired. Yes. Right. And that's right, okay. Right, right, right. Yes. Um, but there are some relationships that are worth fighting for. Yes. And that you and you the, the person that you trust. Exactly. You have to know the difference. Mm. Period. Mm. Yep. That was good. That was good. Okay. Um, um, The next one, skill in negotiating, discovering each person's wants and needs and then working out a way to fulfill these different goals without one person having to compromise totally. And that comes straight from that last point. Mm -hmm. That comes straight from that last point. Like, you're growing this way. I'm growing this way. Are we grow? Are we going to ever grow together? Like you go do that thing. Do we thing? ever meet back up? Right. Do we ever meet back up? Do I have to compromise everything that I want to do to support your vision and your life? Or are we going to, we're each working on our own individual things and we continue to work together at the same time? Because that can happen in an intimate relationship. Uh, yeah, yes, definitely. Cool about, yeah. Definitely. If if your partner is, is going, they now want to, they were doing construction, now they want to go and do music, and you're like, wait a minute. Where did that come you never from? said that I'm before. No inkling of this, like, like never where did this come an from? And there has, to, <laughs> I don't get it. Like what but happened? There has to be enough space for you to be able to do that. Right. Like there has the person. I need you to love me so much that you're willing to allow me to grow on my own. To grow on your own, but not put my family in detriment. Meaning, you want to be a musician, you better have a backup. Our bills better still be paid. Amen. So if you want to be, if you want to gig on the weekends, knock yourself out. I'll be at every one of your performances. Absolutely. But during this week, I need you to be at that nine to five. Until such a time, right. until such a time that your gigging pays the bills, I need you to be responsible for this household the same way you've always been responsible. So, mm-hmm. no, you don't have the right to just go 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 freelance and do what you want to do at the detriment of this family. You don't. That's I, not responsible. Right. But you know, when I looked at skill and negotiating, I was thinking about that I need to do a better job with my relationships and friends to know what are your wants because in my mind, I think. I give based on what I, I want to give. So it might not even be what you like. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just do it. But I think I need to do a better job with knowing what my friends truly want, what they like, and what makes the relationship better mm-hmm. um, so that it can, those relationships that need to continue, that they can continue. But the ones that need to be cut off, cut it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. we don't need to continue in a relationship that needs to be cut off. And sometimes I think we hold on to certain relationships just, I've known you for so long. Yes. They're comfortable. Right. That that They're time, that years, the years can be like, oh, oh, but this is, I've, you're my oldest friend. That doesn't mean that you should still be friends. Right. And that it you're is, good for me. That you're good for me in this next chapter of my life. Like, I, I might have, I've compromised myself being your friend because I knew it was time for me to cut this relationship off. I knew that every time a year ago passed and you'll show back up in my life and we're trying to like be friends and it's like I go back and I fall back into this same pattern with you as a friend because you are my oldest friend and I'm still compromising every single time. It'll happen like clockwork. It's like, 
And that's not a real relationship. That's not a real relationship. We were friends at one point, but then something happened, and that's you, like negotiating within yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, I okay, I'm gonna try to this time. It'll be different. This time she'll change or whatever, whatever. Sometimes you just gotta know. Let me let me go ahead and cut this relationship off. And we're and, not by any means saying that um, relationships that need work are not worth having. Right. We're not saying no. that. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. some some relationships, like any relationship, you hit kinks in the road and bumps in the road and you work through them. And all relationships, I don't know if there's any relationship I've ever been in that we haven't kind of hit some wall or, right. or had some moment of stagnancy and that we had to fight back through it. Um, and so we're not saying that if, it, if it's tough... Oh, it should be cut off. No. We're not no. part of the cut off generation. No, no, no. no. We, are absolutely we don't, we don't ascribe to that. It, we don't ascribe to that. Making right, it work, right. but we have to understand that uh, as one grows and develops, you want to make sure that the relationships around you are support your as growth. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Right, right. They support and nurture who you are and who you can be. I think we have one more point, Jasmine. What does one it say? One more point is uh, sharing positive feelings, sharing kindness and thoughtfulness within a family relationship or friendship for a couple sharing sexual intimacy. And then it has two common misconceptions when it comes to that. Um, one is believing relationships that need working at are not worth having. You hey. just made that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, we are right on top, right on topic. Believing the other person in the relationship should know how you feel. Again, that goes Again, right back to right. the uncommunicated, not communicating what it is that you need. Mm-hmm. And we have to continue to do that. Like, it's right. very, very important to make sure that you aren't just, just, Within your own self, this is I'm. You're not solo in the relationship, whether that's a friendship, um, an intimate relationship, a work relationship. It's not just you by yourself. So, therefore, you need to make sure that you are communicating your wants, your needs. All these different points, again, will be linked below, um, so you can go in and and understand these for yourself and your relationships that you have, because it's it's very important to make sure that you, if you want to maintain successful relationships. That you know yourself first. I want to so do that you a can. fair game, a one-word game. Um, mm-hmm. We're just going to kind of go around the room. Oh, the boy. topic, the topic is relationships, and without overthinking it, when you think about the word relationships, what is the one word that pops into your head? Go, Amanda. Just Re- one word, one word about that pertaining to relationship. What is one word that pops into your head about relationships? Successful is the first thing that came to my mind. Successful security. I said a need. Necessity. Mine was going to be the same. Relationships are necessary. Mm. Again, I started at the beginning by saying relationships, they, they are vehicles or tools that are used for your success or for your demise. Mm-hmm. Okay? So they're, they're either going to bring, make you better or they're going to make you worse. And it really just depends on the type of relationship that you're in. And that's why relationships and, and developing relationships is so important. Being able to pick right relationships is so important. And we want to leave you guys with a quote. Um, for this episode, kind of summing up the things about relationship. I found a quote that says, a relationship is like a house. When a light bulb burns out, you do not go and you do not go and buy a new house. You fix the light bulb. Mm. It's the same with relationships. When something goes out in the relationship, when the communication dulls in the relationship, when the when the when the the hanging out together kind of goes away a little bit in the relationship you don't just throw the relationship away you communicate to figure out how to fix that if it's fixable you fix it absolutely a relationship is like a house when a light bulb burns out you do not go and buy a new house you fix the light bulb awesome i think that's it for today yes thank you guys for tuning in for tuning in
Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Sisters Collective. Tune in next week for another family meeting. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us at the Sisters Collective on all social media platforms.